need help carrying your sign? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> um, can you tell me a bit about your sign? How was your yeah, experience? Um, it was horrible. Um, I got pregnant when I was 18, and um, I was living with my grandmother. And of course, I couldn't tell her. My, my mother was left me when I was 16, and I couldn't tell her. And my dad lived on a boat, and I couldn't tell him. And I didn't have any money, and I had a job, so I asked the nurse, you know, I'm pregnant, I need some help, and she said, I'll, I'll try and help you, and she um, got me a phone number, and I called the phone number, and um, turned out to be a doctor in Alabama. I was living in Miami. You were living in Miami? Yes! I'm sorry, ma'am. Can I take a picture of your sign? Of course. Yeah. You, why are you getting out of the phone oh, okay. We're here together. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you. Of course. And uh, and um, <laughs> see, now you're a celebrity too. And uh huh. And so I got an appointment. What? We can sit if you want, if the sign's too heavy. It's not the sign, it's just... Um, I'm a journalist with a feminist editorial site. Uh, would you be comfortable if I ask you a few questions on camera just about the event today and why you're here? Um, sh I'm, sure. I'm giving her an interview, yeah, but how about, if, how about if, you, if I give you both the same interview at the same time? Yeah, I, because I'm ready to go home right now, yeah. so listen, and, in, and I'll do the interview at the same time, okay? Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's okay with me. Yeah, yeah, that works. Because I can't, I just can't do any more interviews to tell you the truth. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> and so, Thank you. So you were living so, in Miami. So I was, I was living in Miami. Um, I got pregnant and um, um, I couldn't, um, I couldn't tell anyone. And the nurse at the place where I worked um, gave me a phone number and I, I called and it turned out to be a doctor in Alabama and so I wound up in Alabama and the doctor examined me and said um, I, I, I'm not doing the abortion but um, I know somebody who will so to me in retrospect it feels like a little bait and switch because I wound up uh, down a dirt road um, in a shack uh, with uh, a woman who had three dogs um, inside the shack, urine on the floor, um, two sawhorses with a sheet of plywood. Um, she told me to climb up on the plywood and she put a hose um, inside my cervix um, into my uterus and explained that the hose was going to introduce air into my uterus and that I would spontaneously abort. And, um, 24 to 36 hours uh, and she put cotton batting into um, around the hose to keep it in place and then I got back on an airplane and flew back to Tallahassee where I had friends that let me stay and wait out the 36 hours and then probably after about 30 hours I started to hemorrhage and 
have a fever and they pulled out the hose and the cotton batting. And uh, it's horrible. And, um, and then they took me to the hospital. They brought me off outside. And um, then at the hospital, there were police officers. And the police officers kept saying, who did this to you? Who did this to you? And I said I did it to myself because in my mind, I thought if I implicated someone that I'd go to jail. And I, t I didn't want to go to jail on top of everything else. So then the hospital wouldn't admit me without parental consent. So I called a woman and said, just say, say I'm, your, I'm your daughter, you're my mom, don't ask me any questions. And she agreed to do that and I got admitted and um, they gave me a dilation and curatage. And I'm one of the lucky ones because I survived. Thank you. And how, how has the process been recovery since then, like the emotional toll it's taken on you? My whole now? life has been affected by having had this abortion. I mean, the first thing I did after I recovered was tell my sisters about it. Um, I uh, went on to, um, I'm in therapy. I've been in therapy since I was 20. Not, not only because of the abortion, but just because I want to be a healthy person. But um, it's, you know, it's made me an activist. Ha have, having had this happen to me, it's made me be a person who wants to be um, involved in, you know, in, in, in civic affairs because it's just, it's not right that this can happen to somebody. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a healthy person and I shouldn't have had to go through this to take care of my body. Uh, everybody has a right to take care of their bodies. Um, I shouldn't have had to be secretive. I shouldn't have had to hide this from my family. Um, I, sh I, should, I shouldn't have had to be ashamed and humiliated and had my life in danger because I made a mistake. It's just wrong. Uh, and, and now there are young women who are going to be scared in Oklahoma and in Texas and in North Dakota and in South Dakota and in Mississippi and in 26 states and in this country, all over this country. And we have to stand up against this. We have to fight against this. We have to speak out. All of us have to speak out. And it's so important what you're doing, writing about this and speaking up about it. It's so important what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so thank much you. for your time and thank you for yeah. Thank you for sharing your story with me. Yeah. I really appreciate it. What's your, what's your name? And 